How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer for Sunday, December the 27th. Hey, if you're a new listener, usually what we're doing here is five-minute daily news updates, which recap all of the headlines so that you don't have to read it. But I am away on holiday until next week. So in the meantime, we're going to be taking listener call-ins, talking about our happiest gaming moments in 2020. Today, we're going to hear from KC, and if you're wondering why he sounds even better than the podcaster does, it's because he's a professional radio broadcaster. Take it away, KC. Hey, this is KC from Oklahoma in the States, and this year I stopped playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which I was playing every day. Uh, The toxicity of the community was driving me crazy. 10 and 11-year-olds screaming obscenities and calling me unbelievable names. And now uh, I play Sea of Thieves almost every day or every other day with friends, sometimes go on adventures to get gold, sometimes do raids, sometimes try to battle ships or skeleton ships or ghost ships. I just love Sea of Thieves. That's my 2020. Okay, there you go. Thank you, KC, for that. Uh, Yeah, I actually just started playing Sea of Thieves this year. Actually, just a few weeks ago, in fact. And honestly, I kind of had a similar experience. I mean, I haven't been playing Call of Duty necessarily, but my best friend and I recently reconnected through video games, and him and I played a lot of Call of Duty when we were teenagers, and we considered it. We thought, hmm, let's play some Call of Duty. And then we thought, ah, better not. Not only are are we going to be way worse than we were when we were teenagers, but pretty much exactly what KC said. There's a level of toxicity there that we just didn't want to deal with, and a level of competitiveness, I guess. And it's really unfortunate. I, I, I do think that gaming culture in, in general needs to do better when it comes to toxicity because it makes the playing experience of online communities quite unaccepting, right? It's especially difficult for like marginalized groups who will be targeted by people like this. And that's definitely on the publishers to manage that kind of thing. But it's also, hey, we as a, as a group of people need to publicly stand together, fight against this very toxic culture and hopefully move forward together. But uh, yeah, anyway, Sea of Thieves, I mean, absolutely tremendous game. If you haven't played it, it's it's a pirate swashbuckling, you know, sailing the high seas game. And if you have some friends to play it with, it is such an incredible experience. I don't know about the long term, you know, end game type content, because I've only played a little bit. But simply being able to go, you know, looting and fighting skeletons, and trying to just control the ship with your friends is really something. Because there's no hand-holding in this game. There's no press A to dock the ship. You gotta steer it, you gotta control the sails. And if you crash, you crash. You're gonna sink. And simply, you know, getting together with your friends and saying, let's do this, let's get on the same page. It's incredibly difficult at first, but it's also incredibly rewarding. Add on top of that, you know, being in the middle of the ocean and then pulling out, like, your sea shanties. And it's a beautiful game. I know I'm just kind of spewing out a bunch of positives about it right now, but seriously, it's it's totally worth it. Uh, it's on the Xbox Game Pass if you have that. And if you need to convince your friends to, to get the game, then that's also a good way to convince them to do it. But I highly recommend that you do try it at least once. It can be a little confusing at the beginning, but once you've at least run through a few voyages, I think you'll see what I'm talking about. One of the reasons I think it did so well is because after Assassin's Creed Black Flag came out, There was this group of people who really, really wanted a pirate game. Black Flag did it incredibly well, but obviously it's a single-player experience, and it was half an Assassin's game. So the fact that a beloved company was able to take that challenge, Rare, right, and actually come back from obscurity, basically, and then say, hey, we're going to fill this niche and we're going to do it really well, I absolutely love that. 
Looking forward, I know that Ubisoft is working on a game called Skull and Bones. Hopefully it's going to be fun if you're into the whole pirate thing. And uh, there you go. Folks, that's going to be all for today. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. I'm going to be back tomorrow with another listener call-in, and I'll be back with the news next week on Monday. So until next time, happy gaming, everyone.